Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to the last day of October. It's hard to believe that uh, we're uh, a third of the way through this last quarter of the year. Uh, I hope that your month has gone well. And uh, hey, we'll talk about what's happening in the marketplace when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, let's not forget that, uh, hey, in this world we live in, there are so many things that you and I, we can't control. But you can take control of your portfolio. You just need to know how much risk you have in there. And you need to make sure that risk lines up with what it should be based on your current circumstances. Hey, give me a call. 863-382-0037. 839 here. 21 now before 9. Time to check in on money and find out what's going on on Wall Street. Neither Philip Statler or I can figure out what the Sam Hill prompted Wall Street to go AP yesterday, but looks like sanity is returning to the indexes this morning. Let's go uh, downtown to Philip and uh, noodle it through together from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, David. Doing well today. It is hard for me to believe this is the last day of October. To think the third of the quarter's over, and uh, hey, it's going to be New Year's Day before we know it. Hey, oh, geez, you had to say it. 23 days to Thanksgiving. How was that oh, for man. short notice? Yeah, oh, geez. <laughs> First question I had when you picked up this morning, the phone this morning, because I couldn't find it, was what the heck happened yesterday? Dow up 511 points, Standard & Poor's up 49, and that was enough to pull the Standard & Poor's index out of correction territory anyway. NASDAQ was up 146 points yesterday. Uh, I couldn't find anything that would have prompted it unless everybody just figured, by gosh, we sold the market down so far, there's bargains out there. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is if we hit some barrier that said, okay, now's the time to buy computer-wise, but because there's nothing has changed from an economic standard um, looking at you know, going forward. I mean, I know the, you know, the UAW strike looks like maybe they're um, finally winding that thing down. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, but, but I, nothing I saw really, uh, spiked my point of, hey, yep, it's time to go there and buy stuff up. But uh, yeah, I, I, It didn't make any sense to me. I mean, basically everything was par normal. Yeah, it's good news. GM's got a tentative deal with the union, so the auto strike will be over, assuming the union says okay to that. Uh, we got the Fed meeting kicking off today. I've been making fun of the fact that the Federal Reserve decides to meet on Halloween, which just, I wonder what kind of masks they're wearing. Uh, the only thing I can think of that would cause this, cause this irrational exuberance is a story that came out on Yahoo, which kind of flies against the wisdom you and I have been maintaining. Uh, they're now saying uh, that uh, Wall Street analysts are now expecting the Federal Reserve to hold rates steady when they make their announcement tomorrow at a 22-year high, we might add. That kind of flies in the face of what we're expecting, given the given the way the economic news has been coming out, if that's not generally enough out of Yahoo Finance to be able to uh, drive the market up by 500 points, though. It just doesn't make sense to me. No, it, it really doesn't. Um, I, I know that uh, we will still, I mean, it would take a miracle today for the, uh, for the S&P 500 not to have its third straight negative month. Um, I know it, it had a great day yesterday and bounced off its lows and, and got out of correction territory, but, uh, that, uh, you know, today's still the last day of the month and a lot can happen today.
Yeah, but they ain't going to go up 5% in one day come heck or high water, are they? Uh, no, sir. Not normal. Uh, data dump out of the federal government this morning. I got the employment cost index and the average wages over the last quarter, and this is, again, another reason why I'm kind of uh, uh, looking askance at that prediction that Yahoo Finance people were saying. The cost of employment for the average company in this nation last quarter up 1.1%. That means that the average wage in the country last quarter up 1.2%. More of that good news for the worker, good news for the economy. We're earning more, but if you're a Federal Reserve officer and you're looking to control inflation, you're looking at that and saying, uh, maybe we need a bump. I've, uh, once again, the evidence looks in the direction of another interest rate bump being likely, doesn't it to you? It, it does. I mean, just all the numbers we've seen come in uh, give us that. And, and what Paulson said, right, his last speech um, gave us reason to believe that, that they will raise interest rates uh, tomorrow. Yeah, the last Robert Chicken speech out of Paulson, he said, no, there will not be a rate increase in December. But he said nothing about the October-November meeting. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm counting on another quarter percent tomorrow, but I'm kind of wondering, given the exuberance we saw in the market yesterday, if this little tidbit that I got on my tip sheet tends to indicate that maybe the uh, rumor made it through the trading floor sometime before the end of the day. You know, I don't, I don't know. I was reading an article that, that said basically that there's still a split uh, among economists as to whether or not there'll be an increase or won't be an increase. And it also talked about when you could expect interest rates to start to fall. Um, mm -hmm. They say typically once the Fed reaches its high for its whatever track it's on, it's nine months before they start to reduce rates. Um, and some people now think that it'll be sooner than that. And then there's obviously other people who think it's going to be longer than that because of his, you know, verbiage of, you know, extended high rates. And so uh, we'll see. Yeah, Paulson's been kind of making noise not to expect a rate decrease even through 2024 lately. So, And again, we're in the different charted territory. Every time we've had an interest rate run-up, whether it's to this degree or not, we haven't had it this kind of speed, to the best of my knowledge, ever at going up this fast. But, you know, normally what happens is they overreact, they throw us into a recession, and then nine months later when they figure out we've been in a recession, then they start reducing rates again. If we actually do get the soft landing they're talking about, we're kind of in uncharted territory, so I'm not sure that any of the historical indications really are going to apply anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just not sure. Nobody knows what way they're going to go. Um, and I think the... Um, I don't even know what the expectation is, right? Because half the people expect one thing, the other people expect something different. So it's a flip of the coin right now. It gives us talking heads something for fodder anyway, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> Speaking of talking heads, the heads of the companies that report on the exchange are in the middle of earnings season as well. And we're back. We're, we're into household names again, among others, a big uh, discount airline. How did JetBlue do last quarter anyway? So, so JetBlue, um, disappointed to say the least. Uh, they 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 lost 39 cents a share. They were expected to lose money, but they're only expected to lose 25 cents a share. And revenue was just a tad below what was expected overall. And so um, they're, uh, they're down today 7.6% uh, right now. So not, uh, not a way to start off uh, or to end the quarter for them, for sure. Yeah. 
Eventually, they'll go to charging for cushions on the seat. You'll have to sit on hard wood unless you want to pay extra. <laughs> that, that very well could be. You know, they got to make money somehow. Yeah, those extra fee airlines. I mean, you, you start out with a price that sounds really, really great, and by the time you get a seat, <laughs> you're paying as much as the other airlines anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, hey, we got some other household names. Yeah. Um, Pinterest reported, um, man, stronger than expected third quarter results. Um, they, they came in uh, with earnings of 28 cents a share, uh, which is really good for them. Um, their revenue, 7.6 or 763 million. Um, they saw a growth of 11% increase from a year ago in their revenue. Nice wow. number for them. And monthly user growth was up 8% from a year ago. So they, they had some good numbers. Uh, you know, wish you had maybe had it a couple of days ago, but it's up 15% this morning. That's a good start and a heck of a nice bump up. Yeah, exactly. Especially, especially against a relatively flat market this morning. That's good to hear. Yeah, it is. And then, and then your favorite of all, mm. Chewy reported. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, they, uh, you know, um, traded up this morning. You know, maybe they didn't report. They um, they got upgraded by Morgan Stanley. So, hmm. you know, that's all it takes is a little bit of an upgrade. Uh, they've given, been able the, to, given the increase in the price of pet food, I thought that would probably be challenging times for companies like Chewy that specialize in that. They're up 4.4% this morning. Take that happily. Any other yeah. household names? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anheuser-Busch. They reported um, they beat by three cents a share, came in at 86 cents. Uh, revenue was uh, about 200 million less than expected at uh, 15 and a half billion dollars. They are uh, they're still trading up this morning, four percent. A big name, Caterpillar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Big machines. Um, fourth quarter revenue missed expectations. Um, I, I saw their earnings were up, um, came in at $5.52 versus $4.75 expected. So uh, so they, at least they beat on, on the earnings number, but that's not helping them this morning. They're down four and three quarters percent this morning. It's interesting. Some of them they're holding to earnings, some of them they're holding to revenue, and it kind of depends upon the company whether or not the uh, traders hold them to one, the other, or both, right? It definitely seems that way. Yeah, um, no pattern. No pattern. No, this season. Yeah, no, no pattern at all when we look at things like that. So, but uh, hey, you know that's. Uh, we'll, we'll give you one more. Um, yeah. Kind of close out with VF Corporation. Yeah, they're the. Um, they're the apparel and footwear company. Um, they um, reduced their full year guidance. As a matter of fact, they took it all the way off the shelf. <laughs> and we're going to regroup. Um, and so they um, they expect one of their brands. One of their brands is the Vans shoes. Um, they expect it to, to not do very well this upcoming quarter. Um, and they're trading down this morning seven point three percent. Had to have one bl one one blotch on the on on an otherwise pretty starry picture this morning. Resetting the table yesterday was a big up day, and the only reason we can think of is well, okay, fine. They got a contact high off the potheads across the street in Central Park because there wasn't really a reason 
45 minutes early this morning. How are we doing on the futures market, Philip? Dave, it's green, but I'm going to tell you, it's barely green. I mean, like the, the Dow Jones is less than a tenth of a percent. The S&P 500 is up 0.14, and the um, NASDAQ 100 is basically flat right now. So uh, everything's green, but just barely green. So we'll see what it happens at the open. On the other side of the coin, we got silver down seven-tenths of a percent. Gold is flat right now, but uh, yesterday it must have really had a great day. It was up to $2,006.25 an ounce right now. So uh, back over 2000 finally. And then crude oil is down, uh, well, down from last time you and I spoke, but uh, up from the close, up six-tenths to $82.81. At least it's, it's getting closer to 80 day. Yeah, it's getting there. It was it was in the upper 82 range yesterday morning at this time as well, so I'll call it flat day over day. Overseas markets are kind of interesting. Normally, the Asian rim markets will follow our fortunes. Evidently, the traders over there said, I don't know why they're doing what they're doing. And for the most part, the Asian rim markets all closed off at 6 a.m. this morning. European markets are cautiously optimistic. Most of them are up, but fractionally halfway through their day. Keeping tabs on all this and figuring out where the possibilities are to make a retirement happen the way you planned it to be sometimes takes a spare pair of eyes with some expertise. How do I get a hold of you to rent your eyes on that? Absolutely, Dave. We do our core retirement analysis. Uh, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement review. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning, same time on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much, and I'll see you then, all right? All right, man. Have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope uh, your week is going well. Hey, look forward to November. It's coming up real quick. Talk to you again tomorrow. Bye now.